Empire Lines uncovers the unexpected, often two-way flows of empires through art. Interdisciplinary thinkers use individual artworks as artifacts of imperial exchange, revealing the how and why of the monolith empire. In this episode, curator Florence Ostond visualizes how violence against African Americans has been perpetuated throughout history and challenged with contemporary art. By developing Carrie Mae Weems' radical photographic practice from the 1980s to now, and how she reframes whiteness and Anglo-America in relation to black subjects. I'm Florence Ostand, I'm a curator at the Barbican and I'm the co-curator of Kerry May Wims, Reflections for Now, alongside my colleague Raul Munoz de la Vega. And this is Carrie May Weems' largest UK exhibition to date, spanning three decades of her multidisciplinary practice and over 300 years of American history. Carrie says that this is an exhibition more about whiteness than it is about African-American culture, though. Can you tell me a bit about the artist and what brought you to curate this exhibition? The opportunity for this exhibition came at a very important moment where, in Europe, as both from the audience the reception, the art world and the art institutions, we are realising the major contributions of Carrie Mae Wims as an artist. Her work has evolved over the recent years by expanding the field of photography to, for instance, this massive installation, The Shape of Things, the performativity, the cinematic, lyrical sensibility of the work um, imbued with a sense of resistance of African-American across history, the importance of social history, the importance of discussing racial violence and uh, staging the circus of American politics across photography, film, installation, poetry, language and performance together. Kerry mentioned how whiteness and blackness were inseparable, so you had to kind of conceive them together. And she has a history in London with autograph and presented from here, I saw what happened and I cried in 2005. And it's a very important work that belongs to the Tate Collection. So there were ties to London, but never been an actual major survey of her work in the UK at all. At the Barbican, we knew her work for a long time. She's actually shown the Kitchen Table series in one of our group shows a long time ago. The opportunity came when several shows were being in motion in Stuttgart, at the Kunstverein, at the Luma uh, Foundation in Arles, at the Kunstmuseum in Basel, and at Mapba and Mapfrey in Barcelona in Spain. We all came together and say, we have to do this. And we've mentioned so many works there already, but if we take it back to the 1980s when she really rose to prominence, this was a time when traditional documentary photography was really challenged. The artist mentions how she felt she needed to directly intervene in her photographs in order to make them credible. One of the works you mentioned, From Here I Saw What Happened and I Cried, is the series that we're standing in front of now. And here the works are filtered red. They're mounted on a circular frame, so it looks as though we're looking down the camera lens. And they're covered with phrases like, You became the Joker's joke and anything but what you were. Ha. 
What does this series mean for the artist? It's a major work from the early 90s which sits in the exhibition alongside 22 million and the kitchen table series. You encounter in the space, as you can see here in this room in front of us, a kind of sequence that almost reads like a score, like a musical score made of a series of 33 photographs. The source material for the photographs you see in this space, uh, mainly representation of uh, African and African-American people across 19th and 20th century, featuring um, several photographs of enslaved men and women that were commissioned in 1850 um, by an Harvard scientist. And this collection ended up in the Harvard University's museum archives where Carrie May Williams spent time and researched this body of work. And then she took this uh, series of photographs and appropriated them. You talked about the context of the 80s and the role of photography. And I think this series points at the conflation within the work of a history of appropriation in photography and a history of violence. The very important aspect in this is how Carrie Mae Wims is looking at the role of photography as being perpetuating racial violence and especially looking at the birth of photography. We are looking at some of those photographs from 1850. We're looking at daguerreotypes, the kind of early form of photography. And I think what's so interesting is how in a moment in art history in the 80s and 90s, where the world of photography was taken by what we called a movement of appropriation. She also was looking at the birth of photography, at the kind of pre-modern, proto-modern era, and really kind of questioning the role of photography in the perpetuation of racial stereotypes, and in particular the idea of perpetuating racist theory, trying to um, support the idea of a white supremacy. It was fascinating during the installation to actually be with Carrie in the space and install this work together. She really laid it out, following the text. The text is really important. It reads as a sequence of words. So you have a sense of a work which is extremely visual, but there's also the importance of the flow, the sequence, and the rhythm of the text. And that's something that she has used for the composition. And she really kind of tried to look for a rhythm in which your body, as a viewer, could be activated through the experience of the work. She always uses this idea of moving through the space, moving through the work, entering the work. And I think this is where she's going beyond, she's expanding the field of photography. She's going back to those origins. And from here I saw what happened and I cried was a very important piece for us, um, of course, because it's a major work in her um, practice, but also because it created this kind of incredible bridge um, with uh, Lincoln, Loney and Me and The Shape of Things, where um, two major works in the lower gallery where she's also going back to late 19th century, early form of image making through the form of uh, The Paper's Ghost, 
the cyclorama and the diorama and how the history of how image making was conceived is deeply ideological those proto forms of uh, image making deeply connected to imperialism to um, colonial uh, world fairs where they were used as showcase of imperial theft And you mentioned art history. In a previous episode, we spoke to the artist and photographer Ingrid Pollard, who's also associated with Autograph, who spoke about how figures, not just physically, but in history, are often there but hidden in plain sight. Alongside the other works that you've mentioned, this series sits next to Painting the Town, which draws on the work of black abstract expressionist painters like Norman Lewis, What's the role of history for this contemporary artist? Choosing to start this exhibition with painting the town was a really interesting conversation with uh, my co-curator who had this fantastic idea that we should challenge the way we would enter this exhibition where Carrie Maywin's been mainly perceived as a photographer representing the human figure. But painting the town is actually quite unusual in her practice and there is a kind of almost trompe l'oeil effect because when you enter the room you almost feel like you're in front of abstract expressionist paintings the scale is imposing the colors are vibrant the movement and the gesture and the texture almost you can see the gesture of the paint So it was a radical way of starting this exhibition, but also it's a work that Carrie has made in the wake of demonstrations that happened following the murder of George Floyd by the police in May 2020. She went to her hometown in Portland, Oregon, and she saw that um, boarded up storefronts have been painted, and actually this paint was covering demonstrators messages so there was almost a relate deep relationship between this reference to abstract expressionism but also to protest as a form of expression art history plays a fundamental role she very earlier on in her practice uh, did a lot of research on who the pioneers were in the field who uh, were the African-American photographers, black feminist photography. All that research into this field was fundamental to her. She traveled across the US, interviewed those artists. She will give a keynote lecture at the Barbican because she very often did these lectures contextualize and practice in relation to other artists. She often talks about Felix Gonzalez Torres. She often talks about Eleanor Antin, about uh, Anna Mendieta, Marcel Duchamp, Roy de Camara. Uh, she has an extraordinary knowledge of their work and it is a really uh, important part of a practice. So interesting and it makes me think about how her work really challenges these binaries, especially between past and present, because her practice is all about showing historical continuities. It's also about challenging dominant ideologies and the spaces that disseminate them. The photographs which close the exhibition, the series Roaming and Museums, 
all feature Weems as her own muse, literally putting the muse in museum, in which she's confronting museum architecture as a reflection and a legacy of imperialism. Can you tell me about the artist's political activism and how she sees her role as an artist and activist? The roaming series and the museum series are very important in the show because they directly question the hegemony of Western civilization, the power of architecture. It questions, and I quote her words, who is in and who is out. It started all in Rome, where she photographed herself turning the back to the camera with a black dress, standing in front of the major, most monumental historical piece of architecture in Rome, from the Cinecita to Mussolini fascist architecture in Italy. And that gave birth to another series, a little bit later, called Museums, where she's standing in front of very important museums from the Philadelphia Museum to Guggenheim Bilbao to the Louvre, questioning this really complex relationship between the artist and the institution. And I think that was really important for us to end the show with the museum series and question uh, the relationship between the institution and the artist, especially in the context like the Barbican, where the architecture is so powerful, it's so dominating. I was talking to someone this morning who said that it's one of the first so she's experienced at the Barbican where the artist has almost won over the architecture, almost kind of been able to challenge its authority. And these brutalist columns, Carrie was often referring to them when thinking about the show and the whole Barbican being conceived on the kind of legacy of the modernist grid and the whole gallery is thought a bit like a panopticon. So the authority of architecture, but also the authority of the gaze it was really important for us to have the cyclorama, the diorama, the pepper's ghost, and really going back to um, the origins of uh, spectatorship. It's very hard to almost distinguish the activist side from the artist side, and this is where I think often the meeting point between her activist side and her interest in grace, in humanity, in giving agency. Going back to From Here I Saw What Happened and I Cried. By adding this text on those photographs, it's almost like re-empowering the bodies. It's almost giving them humanity again. Laurence, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you so much for coming to see the exhibition and it's been a real joy to welcome you in the space and I invite all of you who are listening to this podcast to either come or listen to the recorded keynote lecture. Carrie Mae Weems, Reflections for Now, runs at the Barbican in London until the 3rd of September 2023. For more, you can read my article... This episode is part of Empire Line's photography season, exposing different perspectives on the past. Listen to the other episodes on contemporary African photography at Tate Modern, Neil Yalta's Exile is a Hard Job, plus Gregor Seiler's series The Polar Silk Road. You'll find all the links in the episode notes. Empire Lines is produced by Jelena Sofrinievich. For more episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.